So you've made it to episode four. Hi, this is Dominique Nicole, and you're listening to Black Coffee and Lavender Tea. I just want to thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to each of the episodes of this podcast. This was something that the Lord laid on my heart about a week ago, and I quickly dived into the task of researching how to start a podcast. We are not using high technology, obviously. Um, in the episode, you're going to hear at some points every now and again, my voice is a bit jarbled. I do apologize for that, but the message is there and the message is clear. I believe in each of these episodes, there is something that the Lord wants you to hear. There is something that he wants you to meditate on and to understand and to accept so that your latter years can be better than your former years. I do pray that you are um, receiving a, a good message in these episodes. And again, I thank you for taking the time to listen. So let's get into tonight's episode, shall we? Episode four, The Need for Feminine Women, part two. Dominique and Ava Joy. Here we go. Hi, sister. Hi, sister. How are you? All is well. So glad to hear your voice. And yours as well. I just love you. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight's episode, um, this is There is a Need for Feminine Women, Part 2. Mm-hmm. And um, this is just a continuation of, I think, Episode 2, just talking about the need and necessity for the feminine woman, because a lot of women don't realize the power that lies within them, within their feminine energy. And it's understandable because it seems like you can get a lot more done in your masculine energy. Yeah. Um, but there must be some type of a balance. And sometimes the skills should be more on the side of the feminine energy as opposed to the masculine energy. Absolutely. So we're going to get into that. Um, so I want to start off by saying that there is a need for feminine women who are healthy. There is a need for feminine women who are happy. There is a need for feminine women who understand the power of their feminine energy. Feminine energy comforts. Feminine energy inspires. And feminine energy heals. But feminine energy and femininity seem to be in short supply because a lot of women are sick or tired or just overworked and they're balancing a lot more on their plates today than their mothers had to or their grandmothers had to. And that is causing um, imbalance in um, emotions, imbalance in chemicals in the brain. And yeah. you've got a lot of women who are just really suffering, really suffering because of it. So I definitely um, wanted to get your thoughts on this topic, sister. I so agree with you. Um, I feel like the stress is what's definitely causing the, um, well, you know, it's a cause and effect. So, you know, the cause, the stress is causing our, maybe our not being as present in our feminine. We're showing up, but it's certainly not in our feminine and it's certainly not in a healthy way. And um, we'll start with, I remember my mom was able to be there a lot more for me when I was growing up in certain times. My grandmother, oh, I love her. She was always there. My grandmother was always there to have a conversation and talk to you. You know, it could start off when she was a child, but you would get the stories because she had the time. 
You know, she wasn't stressed. Her t- our time was her time and her time was our time. And that was the benefit for her, you know, of being a stay at home grandma, you know, <laughs> and that was wonderful for us. And, and those are moments and nuggets and just juice that I got from my grandmother because she was able to be there. You know, a lot of moms, you know, those who may have to work are so overworked and so tired that they think spending quality time is just being in the same room with your child, but it's not. You know, if you're over here cooking and you're on the phone and you're talking and you're cleaning and there's so many things going on in the brain of your child, you don't even have the quality time, the the present time, the stress-free engaged listening time to give them that time to open up or whatever they need to do because you don't have time for them because you don't even have time for you. You know, I agree. I agree. Strive for for presence. And we're not talking about perfection here, but we must put on our smartphone sometimes. We must uh, take out the earbuds and just let our children know, let our, you know, significant other know, whoever is in your space, let them know that they count, let them know that you're not going to make them um, a person on your list, a thing to check off of your list, like you are there with them. And there is a lot of uh, blessings to be received being present in the moment. Um, I read this article recently about this mom who um, she went on like this 30 day uh, social media fast. And because she was fasting from social media, what use was the phone, right? Like, unless you're making a phone call, yeah. the phone's not going to be in your hand. And so she found that because the phone was out of her hand, her and her daughter, who's like 12 years old, had a lot more conversations. I love that. Mommy was present because she, she said she had a, a feeling that the phone being in her hand um, made the daughter kind of feel like she was being standoffish. Absolutely. <laughs> bothering mommy because mommy's been busy but as soon as you know she saw mommy with no phone she would you know jump on the couch or jump on her bed and just have conversations with her so being present definitely is a really great way to stress to be in feminine energy to be present um, and to be aware of how we're feeling to be aware of um, if we are entering some type of space that's causing us to be at dis-ease. the phone was the physical barrier that allowed the daughter to know that mommy is not mine at this moment. So yeah. that was the physical barrier that the daughter saw how much more the emotional barrier that we're showing up with because we are stressed to the hilt. We're exhausted. We barely have time for ourselves. So we're showing up, walking to the door already, you know, get your stuff ready. Don't talk to me. I'm going to make dinner. You go get to bed. It's, it's already, okay, mom is in a mood. You know, we show up with our husbands. You've got about 15 minutes to tell me what you're going to tell me because I've got stuff to do. We're showing up on dates. You've got about 15 minutes to show me that you are ready to get married and we're ready to have kids and we're ready to settle down because my biological clock is ticking. We're, we're so stressed and we're so not ourselves that we're showing up and we're presenting physical and emotional barriers. And that doesn't benefit the people that we want to love but it doesn't benefit us either because they don't get to experience all the beauty that is us as women, as mothers, as sisters, as daughters, as friends, as lovers. Does that make sense? It does. And I agree. I agree. So since we know that the world needs us to be feminine and 
um, if you are married, your husband requires you to be feminine. And, you know, we all have families, whether we want them, want them or not. <laughs> the, family <laughs> needs, <laughs> the family needs you to be feminine. How do we get back to that happy place? How do we get to where we're laughing and we can go with the flow because going with the flow is feminine, ladies. How do we get to where we're laughing and going with the flow and we're at ease? How do we do that? Let's think about that word flow. It's like water. You know, there may be a rock in the way, but the water flows around it, you know, and you don't even see it because it's just water. But that water is going around that rock and it's so picturesque and it's so pretty. And we understand that we have to show up for work. We understand that we have to show up in our roles as wife, as mother, as student. But there also is that time that if you start to schedule it, it becomes a habit and then it becomes a flow. That maybe the first thing in the morning, the first 15 minutes, 20 minutes of the morning, I'm going to just take to first just get up and sit up in bed. I'm not going to be rushed. I'm going to lie here for maybe five minutes, get the sleep out of my eyes and allow myself to just wake up naturally. And then maybe, you know, put the journal by the bed so you can reach for the journal and just start saying, how do I want to show up today? How do I want to be present today? What is the one thing I'm going to do to um, achieve my goal? Or what is the one goal that I really want to have? Who am I really on the inside that I'm not allowed to, to show on the outside? So these are things just starting with, with 15, 20 minutes in the morning. Or maybe, you know, you get up to music, something different. Instead of, oh, it's Monday, it's Tuesday, I don't even want to go. You know, maybe set your phone for your favorite song so your toes start moving first. You know, and just start feeling because music automatically changes our state. It automatically changes us. When you think that you're in the store shopping and a song comes on from the 80s and you're like, gosh, where was I or what was I doing in the 80s, you know, or from the 90s, it automatically changes your state. And you start to visualize or grin because, you know, you know, there's a picture coming up. So journaling in the morning, listen to music in the morning, maybe just saying, you know what, I'm going to actually go put on the teapot and I'm going to have this chamomile tea and I'm going to actually enjoy the patio that I have or lift the window, you know, and just sit by the window, whatever it is that you need to do to just feel alive, to feel, to be that this is no one else's time. This is all you, this is you taking your inner temperature, your inner pulse. If you've ever wanted to try yoga, maybe this is the first 15 minutes of the day that you laugh and giggle as you try these moves because they're not really that easy at the beginning. But this is all time for you and no one else. Walking, swimming, you know, these are things that get your body moving, they get your body flowing. You know, time out in the sun. These are things that are just really, truly what is going to benefit us as a human? We're, we're, we're kind of like plants. We need sun. We need water. You know, we need fresh air. And if you're lacking in any of these things, this is going to cause stress. This is going to cause some tightness somewhere. If you, I remember when um, I worked maybe an hour and a half away from home and I would sit an hour and a half in traffic one way, an hour and a half in traffic back. That was three hours a day. I started getting up earlier. So I would have a full hour to go jogging and to go walking because I knew that if I just sat for an hour and a half in traffic and then stood at that desk, it started creating sciatic nerve issues that I'd never had before. 
So between the tension and the stress that I was feeling stuck in traffic and then being stuck physically stuck in traffic and stuck in that chair, I knew that I needed to jog and run and walk and be outside and see the ducks before I could go in and feel like I was trapped again. So that may be something that you need to do. And scheduling is going to be your best friend in this area. Any successful business, any successful operation has a schedule. They have a time where they open. They have a time where they see patients or clients. They have a time when they schedule um, their meetings. They have a time for you to schedule your lunch. But that allows the business to flow. So if you want to allow yourself to flow in the healthiest state possible, we might need to learn to schedule ourselves first but certainly not always last. I totally agree. So to recap, (laughs) (laughs) recapping is good. Um, To recap, Ava Joy, you started off with saying being present. So to be present, um, whatever that means for you, whether that's putting down the phone and being present with your uh, family member or your friend or whoever's in front of you, or just maybe being present with yourself um, you know, just to be aware, to be reflective if something doesn't feel right, right, in your body, um, you know, something's on your mind, maybe you're going through hot flashes, just being present so that you're not ignoring warning signs to things that could be something serious later down the line. Absolutely. Um, um, start the day right, um, whether it's going to be just wiggling your toes, starting your day off with music, or with movement or with yoga. prayer. Yeah. Right. Right. So you start off right and then you are actually by doing this much more in control of your day. Absolutely. In control of your mood, in control of your emotions. And then thirdly, so first being present, secondly, starting your day right. Thirdly, how do I forget that quickness? It's, it's the flow. Just the flow. Allowing yourself to flow. And and flowing may start out as, again, a schedule. 9 a.m., remember to flow. Whatever that means for you. And then it becomes a habit. And then it just becomes flow. Because you start to, your body just becomes used to that. This is our time to relax. This is our time to unwind. This is our time. And it just naturally goes into that. You know, when you you make it a habit, it then becomes a lifestyle. Because there are things that we're doing now that, we learned from somewhere and now it's our flow. It's our habit. It's our lifestyle, be it negative or positive. It is currently our flow. And so in order to create a new flow, you've got to kind of stop what you're doing now. And you've got to, the way to be present is to put it on paper. Even if you have to write, what does flow mean to me? What does being present mean to me? Because no one can answer that for you, but you. But that's the first way to be present and to say, hey, obviously this isn't working. I got to do this. And if, if it is stress, I mean, there's chamomile tea, there's listening to music, there is sunlight, there's, you know, c- comedy, laughter, whatever you need to do to change that state of stress, drinking more water, more drinking water actually helps to lower blood pressure. So if you're stressed here, that's causing high blood pressure, drink some water, have some chamomile tea. You know, there's aromatherapy for these things, but that all helps you to get in the flow, to start to change your state, to start to feel. 
because we need you to show up in your feminine energy. It blesses you. It blesses everyone around you, you know, and it, it kind of decreases the negative flow, the emotional eating, the emotional drinking to fill the voids that we're, we're lacking personally and spiritually. I agree. This has been a wonderful episode. And before we wrap up, I wanted to share um, some uh, favorite resources because this idea of uh, femininity and feminine energy, um, there's a lot out there. There's a lot of research and a lot of people have written about it. Um, I wrote my little pamphlet, 200 plus ways, my little black ebook, 200 plus ways to be feminine and to master the feminine mindset. But um, a favorite book of mine um, has been Fascinating Womanhood. What's Love it. Helen Andalin. I am actually reading Fascinating Girl again. I love that book. It's so wonderful. That's a good resource. Um, somebody told me, a friend of mine told me today about the science of love. Uh, she says that it talks a lot about feminine energy. I have not read it myself, but that may be something you want to look into. Yeah. I also know of uh, Sacred Womanhood. Mm. I believe that's the title of it. And that deals with a lot of um, health issues and just natural ways of healing the body because um, you can, you know, be as feminine as you want to be, but you can be sick as a dog as well if, yeah. you're not, if you're not taking care of yourself. And you have to take care of yourself because I tell my uh, children and my students, because I'm a high school uh, English teacher, I tell them all the time, I plan on being around until 99, Lord willing, and I will look good and be well. So you will not stress me. And I Absolutely. do things on purpose. Um, and I say things on purpose because I want to live well. I not only want to live long, but I want to live well. I don't want anybody ever having to um, put me into a nursing home or change my diapers. I plan on yeah. being, Absolutely. Um, that woman who was 95 years old and running three Ks. <laughs> my vision for my life. My daughter was like, mommy, you don't even run three Ks now. I'm like, don't judge me. But <laughs> seriously. She would, she would say that. <laughs> um, so, so do you have any recommendations before we go of uh, good resources? I would just say that listen to your body. If for whatever reason, you know, I, I'm, I'm no doctor. I can only say what works for me. If you're feeling like, you know, you're, you're just lacking energy, you're lacking passion, you're lacking something, you could be lacking vitamins. You know, I know that um, many women have low iron. So you could be lacking, you know, some vitamins or some minerals, something in the body might be lacking. And if you're not in the mood, then of course, you're not going to want to figure out how to flow. So, you know, maybe talk to your doctor or pick up a multivitamin. If you're feeling a little foggy, you know, they have, you can go below, but there's all kinds of uh, supplements to assist you in feeling your best. Because if you feel your best, you're going to do your best and drink water. It is so key. It helps to flush out toxins. It just helps to elevate your mood. Watermelon is like just my go-to. I know it's kind of like my aspirin, but I love it because one, it's packed full of water and it's sweet and it really does make me feel like I'm running through the meadow. It just, it just changes <laughs> my life. It changes my life. But when you think about it, you know, if you're eating um, macaroni and cheese and mashed potatoes after Thanksgiving, what do you want to do? Go sit on the couch and not move. But when you're eating like fresh fruits and vegetables, living things for your living body, it makes such a difference in how you feel. 
you know, it makes such a difference in just how your brain operates. So if, if there's something there going on where you listen to your body, your body will tell you what it needs, you know, see your doctor if you need to see your doctor. But again, there are just so many small things we can do. So, um, yeah, just to recap, journaling, getting out in the sun, listening to music to change your state, drinking more water, um, buying some flowers. You know, I am just loving my little $5, $8 flowers from the grocery store. Um, today, I think I have some peonies. They were so pretty. And last week, I brought daisies. So whatever is just going to brighten your day, brighten your moment. And I take them with me if I'm too far from them and I'm having a moment eating or I need to write something or I'm on a call. I just sit my nice vase right wherever I am and it just brightens me. And, and isn't that what it's about? Being the happiest, best version of ourselves that we can be. I think so. I agree. Feminine women, we need you to take care of yourselves. And that is what tonight's episode has been about. Thank you so much for listening to Black Coffee and Lavender Tea. This is Dominique Nicole and Ava Joy. Night, y'all.